0: you're
1: listening to the haunt girls podcast the show where we discuss all things halloween horror nights haunts horror and everything in between i'm ali i'm nikki whatever you do don't fall asleep be afraid be very afraid i am going to eat your soul
0: Well, we finally did it. We're here. For those of you who don't know us, I'm Allie and I'm Nikki. And between the two of us, uh we've both been going to Halloween Horror Nights for quite some time mm-hmm. now. My very first year was all the way back HHN 21. That was Lady Lux year. And my like, first yeah. year was HHN
1: 2020. 23 sorry
0: 23 (laughs) so yeah this upcoming year uh 32 that's gonna be my 12th year um unfortunately the only event that i missed was AGHN light Uh, at the time i did not have a universal pass by the time i found out about it it was just i couldn't get off work and make it to orlando but the good
1: news is i got to see those houses the next year so that's better than me i missed the years hhn 25 through 27 i just didn't go at all to the parks yeah 25 25 i know uh, it hurts but yeah
0: so nikki and i like i said been going for a long time now uh we spend a good chunk of our year in our money (laughs) leading up to halloween horror nights talking about halloween horror nights talking about announcements and uh being involved in the community and we figured you know why don't we just put a microphone in front of us and talk about all the things we always seem to talk about might as well (laughs) yep so um our show the way we're gonna do it is we are gonna be going through all halloween horror night announcements news rumors uh we may do some general universal studios coverage as well um do some day trips we are over in tampa uh but you know we do go universal quite a bit Mm -hmm. and on top of that um this year 2023 nikki and i um decided we're going to be going to as many haunts as we possibly can
1: yeah all right (laughs) and we
0: are going to document them review them talk about them and everything in between So we um, later we will be um, posting on our Instagram. We have an actual like tour schedule.
1: Yep. For all the haunts we're
0: going to, Um, we will be making it out to California this year, which we're super excited about. Uh, This will be our both of our first years out on that coast. So we're very excited to see what Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood has to offer. And Uh,
1: Scary Farms. Yes, we haven't
0: been to Scary Farms either. So we're really excited to see those and, um, you know, plan for it. Talk about some announcements on the way. Uh, Speaking of announcements, Halloween Horror Nights 32 (sighs) in Orlando and California, we do have our first announcement
1: and it is Chucky. The funny thing is we were at the last day of HHN. 31 and stay and scream over at simpsons, in simpsons yeah when the announcement drops that chucky was coming to both coasts and you just see everyone go it their was, phones. it was
0: so funny because you know that everybody in stay and scream because it was on a monday so mm-hmm. if you're at halloween horror nights on a monday um die i mean our fans it, pretty diehard fans <laughs> everybody got the twitter notification at the exact same time and just started looking around like did we just get a house announcement Everyone's screaming, yeah. running to each other. So I know, um, I feel like everyone I've talked to about this is either, you're either a Chucky person or you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, most people don't seem to dislike Chucky. Like everyone seems kind of, you know, okay with it. I haven't heard a whole lot of hate about no. it. No, no. But I mean, you know, from my perspective, I mean, Chucky was like one of my first scary movies ever. I remember when I was like seven years old, I was over at my friend's house and that was way before Netflix and hulu and all of that and we're going through her her cabinet of all her D, her dvds and um we picked chucky to watch and that was my very first horror movie and ever since it's just been you know a classic to me mm-hmm. i've you know even when we got this announcement i went back and rewatched all of the child's play movies bride of chucky seat of chucky Curse and Cult of Chucky, uh, making my way onto the TV show soon, since that's what the house is based on. Mm -hmm. But you haven't seen them yet, right? So I've actually had a different experience
1: from Allie. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up with a grandmother who loved collecting dolls in her house. So whenever little Nikki would sleep over at grandma's, (laughs) little Nikki got to sleep in the doll room, and I swear those dolls were following me at night. Their eyes were just constantly on me. I could have sworn that they were following me with their eyes. It was just, dolls were not for me. That's a universal experience, I
0: feel like. Just because I like Chucky doesn't mean I wasn't scared. (laughs) Right,
1: but then little Nikki sees the Chucky trailer, and that was a (laughs) no-go. So I have still have not seen any of the Chucky movies, Child Mm -hmm. Play, Bride, none of that. I've seen clips from each of them. I kind of know what happens, but I am up to date with the TV show. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, on sci-fi mm-hmm. so that is something.
0: Yeah the TV show I have seen season one um, I really did like it. It is a, li- a bit different um, than I'm used to seeing like in the Child's Play movies and especially from Bride of Chucky mm-hmm. um, we'll probably do a deeper dive episode into Chucky and we talk about um, past movies and the um, the current tv show uh, season one and two um, once nikki has the chance to watch those but <laughs> overall um, i'm excited to see it at the event um i'm curious to see how it plays out with the overall theme of the event if we do get one this year um, is slightly rumored that we may see megan as well um, there was some hints on social media about that um she then again she's
1: gonna see us at hhn N yeah. thirty-two. so
0: and the last time we saw something like that was from the weekend mm-hmm. very far in advance so thank you abel <laughs> i am skeptical it may come i don't think she would have posted that if she wasn't coming i think it could fit
1: i suspect it to be like a Blumhouse house mashup
0: yeah so i think so too because yeah um and I don't want to spoil it because I know there's a lot of people who still have not seen Megan go out and see it it's great it was good but you know there's only maybe two two kill scenes I think in the whole movie um I don't want to get too much into them to spoil them but I'm I'm curious to see how they put it into a house I think if it's a split house kind of like how we did the Blumhouse house right. last year with Black Phone and Freaky yes. I could definitely see them having enough to put in. It but, can do
1: well with another. But
0: enough rooms to have for an entire house, you know. You know, they could always make it their own, too. Take the IP and make a different story, have different kills. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a book report of the movie. I mean,
1: I said it on Twitter. All I really want to see at HHN32 is Chucky and Megan brawling in the street. So <laughs> if I get that, I would be happy. Uh, that would be a sight to see. I think Megan is a little bit
0: more techno- technologically advanced than Chucky is, though. Oh, yeah,
1: but Chucky's Chucky.
0: Chucky's just his own guy. Yeah. So, all right, well, we'll talk about, um, like I said, we'll do another episode where we do a deeper dive into Chucky, talk about some of the movies once Nikki's had a chance to see those, um, and talk about some things, you know, maybe from the season that we might see at Halloween Horror Nights. Um, for our main segment today, um, something that Nikki and I find ourselves talking about a lot is... We like to kind of talk about houses that we've seen in the past um some of our favorites some things that you know were maybe almost a hit and were just a slight miss maybe we'd like to see it again done a little bit differently and um we're essentially gonna make a ultimate halloween horror nights map Mm
1: -hmm. based
0: on house location right so we're gonna go back through each house location like the sprung tents uh parade warehouses Um, We even have some locations that are only used maybe in a few years right with those we're going to merge together yeah so we might end up merging a few or we might let them battle but just the two or three that have been there and then we'll have a map with more than 10 houses I mean I think we'd all love to see more than 10 houses
1: the fun part is that since we're only two people our tiebreaker we're going to take it to Twitter as a Twitter poll for you guys to vote and tell us which one you think if we have a tiebreaker
0: um you know for the most part I think once we talk things through we might be on the same page but we don't know we haven't actually gone through this until just now, so... Uh, the very first one that we're gonna do today is we are choosing the sprung tent one location and we kind of pick this because for us we go oh we'll start where we always start because we always seem to start in the back of the park which is correct <laughs> <laughs> which is well, the right way <laughs> I feel like for years that worked and then a lot of people caught on and now it's it's kind of yeah. tough
1: well the event itself has just grown to such a capacity that everywhere is busy everywhere yeah
0: yeah so for us but we do have some favorite you know um just the sprung tent house locations in general always seem to surprise me because it's really amazing how much universal and halloween horror nights
1: can put into these tents mm-hmm. and you walk through these houses and you really forget that you're in a tent oh, yeah. i'm gonna be honest i'm usually more impressed in the tent houses than i am in the soundstage houses yeah with some, what they can do with them right
0: some of my all-time favorite houses are tent houses mm-hmm. um even facades you know they still find a way to make facades work oh yeah
1: i think even better with the with the sp- uh 10 houses mm-hmm.
0: so what we're gonna do is we're doing a bracket of eight houses so we're going all the way from halloween horror nights 31 all the way back to hhn 24 mm-hmm. and we're gonna have the newest house battle the oldest house and then it kind of you Works know way in. <laughs> 31 is against 24 30 is against 25 29 is against 26 and 27 and 28
1: so let's do our first one so our first round of houses are going to be descendants from 31 versus dollhouse of the Damned from 24
0: okay so just immediately looking at these two um you know of course descendants of destruction is a little bit fresher in my mind we just saw this one um you know just last year it hasn't Mm -hmm. been too long dollhouse of the damned it's been quite a while since you know either of us have seen this house
1: i had to watch the run through again yeah
0: i did watch the walkthrough as well um looking at the house there's a couple things that i really remembered going through it is the creepy creaking houses sounds you hear the dolls crying in every room screaming um, but to me this house the scariest part of it was just the whole doll factor and, yeah you know a lot of people like I said me growing up scared of Chucky and so this was kind of a fun house for me uh, there's a lot of detail um, but I will say looking back at this house now Dollhouse of the Damned um, it's kind of like everything I liked about Dollhouse of the Damned they did in puppet theater yeah but like way better i was gonna say it just gave me major puppet theater vibes so now i mean puppet theater was much much different but a lot of the dollhouse things that i liked in this house you know now that i've seen puppet theater i don't know if i really hold as much love to this dollhouse of the damned as i used to dollhouse of the damned walked so puppet theater can run (laughs) (laughs) now descendants of destruction to be honest when we talked about this last year This was on the original, the spec map as Underground Creatures.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: when we found out um, what this was, kind of like a a seed sequel, right? It was an unofficial. official. Yeah, (laughs) it officially wasn't. um, But I was super excited to see this house. And once I actually went through Descendants of Destruction, I loved this house. Oh, I
1: love this house. I mean, did with the just the subway cards in the tent house. Hello.
0: Oh, yeah so like even that one scene where they have it looks like the subway car is dangling over your head Mm -hmm. um and you know it's just an illusion but to me seeing that in a tent house i was like this is amazing like it was one of my favorite ever and then we even had that other room it was like a big it almost looked like a vault but it was a big drain like you were like underground yes and it was it took up the whole room yeah and you know to see those big sets in a house in a tent house Whereas, you know, in Dollhouse of the Damned, we had a lot of awesome scenes, but those big ones, you know, they just really got me.
1: Yeah, it was... I wish we had more, like, those bioluminescent creatures in Ascent of Destruction. You know,
0: that's the only thing... um, what descendants of destruction is i think it was supposed to be a three-part house yes which you can't see you do i feel like i had noticed it i did see like for me it just kind of felt like part one and part two really
1: blended and then all of a sudden it was part three yeah i can see that so i can see that but still i think the storytelling was still pretty well done so, I mean, even
0: in Descendants, one of my one of my favorite rooms was when you walked through the subway car. And, you know, that brought me right back. Oh, yeah. That, right back, that kind of brought me back to, um, we'll talk about it a little bit, dead exposure, Ugh. patient zero. But walking through subway cars, you know, it you feel like you're
1: moving and it's like,
0: I don't know. It just makes you feel like you're not in a tent house. You for, I
1: forgot I was in a ten house for the longest time while in that house because it was just the way they were able to use their space and mm-hmm. the size of everything it was just yeah so
0: if if it was me and i had to pick between these two i think i think descendants of destruction wins
1: yeah yeah i would agree um like i said earlier terrified of dolls that house dollhouse of the damn should have like knocked it out of the park it was really good they did, it was good they did play into the doll phobia whatever
0: that I'll no never name forget is. yeah the the lady sitting there brushing the the hair oh I'll God, make it, you get, pretty uh, yeah and the man size Baby, baby god
1: oh but and that room yeah. the smell
0: was so bad so he was supposed to be throwing things out of his diaper i don't know you know dollhouse of the damned like i said if you would have asked me before i saw descendants if oh, yeah. you put it up against something else you know i think it definitely could have yeah. could have won but i
1: definitely have to go with descendants, descendants of destruction
0: also. a lot of the 31 houses are are gonna be tough to beat
1: you know <laughs> listen it was just a really good year which it makes it hard to rank, but mm-hmm. in reality, nothing to really complain about.
0: Alrighty, so it looks like we have our winner there. Mm-hmm. Our so- next round, yep, is going to be The Purge from HHN 25 and Puppet Theater Captive Audience from HHN 30. <sighs> do you want to start or do you oh, want me to start? <laughs>
1: as a theater kid, Puppet Theater just has my heart, let me tell you. It was just all the. Um, the lines from different plays being spoken in there, just the costuming, the the smell of powder, the facade. Oh, I just, the facade! Ugh. I could
0: sit here and talk all day about the facade. the The theater that was through like an earthquake, uh-huh. and there's street lights tipped over the. Light up letter signs from the theater. The ones that were still attached are lit up. The ones that are broken off, you can see. I, in like the yard, I, or like whatever you want to call it, in front of the tent house, um, you know, it was just. It really. They had all the posters from the different the troops, mm-hmm. and it was just. You know, the facade alone is one of my favorite things about oh, yeah. this house. But then once you go inside. Oh takes my breath (laughs) i could talk yeah i mean even this one another one we have some big sets that big theater room in
1: a tent house again
0: and there was multiple people in that room as well multiple scare actors and it was just you know going through this house there was always so many scares that were unique and no matter how many times i went through this house they got me Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the first ones that comes to my mind is that dressing room at the very front. Oh, yes. And there's mirrors, right? Mm -hmm. And the very last one isn't a mirror. It's a hole in the wall. And no matter how many times I went through it, I don't know if I would just forget (laughs) which mirror was the not real one, but I always thought, oh, maybe I made it and I would just get right past it and then they would get me. Yeah. But that's probably one of my favorite boo holes that I've seen um, in a long time because it's a very unique play on, um, you know, using an opening in the wall
1: that most people don't even recognize. Right. But we can't, we can't fail to forget the, um, the purge, their facade with their little free yeah, show. They
0: had the, uh, those like shipping containers and the siren, like the alarm sirens mm-hmm. that the purge was starting. Now in this house, I do remember going through this house and this was right after the purge came out. And I remember like when the purge first came out, like, Everybody, I went to see it on opening night at the theater and it was sold out. And it's been a really long time, you know, since COVID that I've seen a sold out theater. But I really think that um, having that publicity of how large the movie was did draw some people to Halloween Horror Nights. Definitely. But
1: the house. Listen, listen, there's... (laughs) The movies are great, but there's not much material to work with when making right. a house.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, you know, I think they did a good adaptation of the movie yes. itself. Yes. So if you look at, you do see some some of the main characters that you do see in the movie. Um, but, you know, when you go through this house, it's just, every room is just somebody in a purge mask killing somebody yeah. else. For a different reason, um, you know, somebody eyes the one was a cheater and it was like well you know everybody goes after whoever during the purge and that's just kind of what we saw throughout the house and um like i said i don't think it was a bad house i definitely liked it a lot more than when i saw it with the blumhouse mashup yeah um, so this is probably my favorite time seeing The Purge at Halloween Horror Nights, but compared to Puppet Theater, you just, oh, you, oh, you can't. Yeah. You, yeah, sorry, Purge. I know, it's kind of funny, like, looking at the way these rankings are now, it's like, ugh, some of these houses, <laughs> some of them don't stand a chance. But, yeah, I mean, even, you know, you go back to Puppet Theater, and you walk through that house, and no matter what room you're in, you can tell exactly where they want you to think you are in the theater. Mm -hmm. Whether you're below the stage in the Hamlet scene, you can see the drop-down doors from the stage, like you're under the stage. And it was just a small detail like that that really puts that whole room together. And I did the the behind-the-scenes tour on this one, the Unmasking the Horror Tour. Um, I highly recommend that to everybody, um, especially if you're a big fan of Halloween Horror Nights. I really enjoy seeing how these houses were made, and there's a lot of details you really don't see when you go through the house at Mm -hmm. night especially when you you're getting through it quick and you have people in front of you and behind you and you're getting scared so you're looking one way and you totally miss the other side um i highly highly recommend this tour but going through this you know doing the tour there were so many things that i learned about this house that just made me fall in love with it and this is actually one of my all-time favorite houses, oh, so I'm, I'm going to say that it beats The Purge.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry, Purge, but Puppy Theater. Puppy Theater. theater. <laughs> puppy theater. <laughs> we'll beat it.
0: Alrighty, our next two. So this one's a little bit trickier. Uh, from HHN29, we have Nightingale's Blood Pit and Tomb of the Ancients from 26. Oof.
1: Do
0: you want to...
1: Um- For Nightingales, the biggest thing I remember for Nightingales is the smell.
0: (laughs) So just a little bit of a, a backstory. Nightingales Blood Prey was at my first year of Halloween Horror Nights. And that was actually my first house that I've ever done. And going through that house, I was scared, you know, the, old, the last one, the one that was at 21 was really scary. Mm-hmm. And the nightingales looked like almost like aliens. Like they had these really sharp teeth, but I was really surprised when, um, the, the ones in blood pit for 29 kind of looked like birds. Yeah. And it was I, an interesting thing. I did learn later that apparently they can shapeshift, and yeah. that's, like, the story behind them. So, like, I, I totally get that now. But
1: I was so confused. Opening night, going through and being like, who is this? Who are these people? Yeah, I kind of... I did, like, at the facade where they did have i'm pretty sure they had one like killed out front that you were able to yeah see. it was like a gladiator
0: they had the horse yes but
1: you can almost smell
0: it like the house i think eventually oh. they did tone it down at first it, it was a lot Listen. but i mean see
1: i didn't think it was that bad i don't know i'm all for immersion and everything but when it smells like straight up bird shit <laughs> I, I don't
0: know. It, it smelled like burnt something to me. But to be honest, I mean, in a lot of houses that we see smells and stuff, um, those don't really seem to bother me too much. I know um, in the past we have had some, some other s- smell issues oh, in God. some houses that have been adjusted. But um, for me, I've never really had a problem with it. But, I mean, talking about the house in general, Nightingale's blood pit – um, this was another one. I did the unmasking the horror tour and there was a lot going through the house. I was I was of course scared like going through this house that There was a lot of good scares in it. Mm-hmm. but I couldn't really tell where I was supposed to be. Oh yeah,
1: you're supposed to apparently be in the Coliseum under the Coliseum yeah, during Roman. Talmud. Yeah, and
0: I learned that in the unmasking tour and I was like, oh, okay <laughs> and then you know we go through the tour and we have we have the lion the lion's my favorite the scary tale oh. scary tales line um but you know apparently he's supposed to be coming down he's like on a ramp right? And he's, he's coming like back coming back down, down under the coliseum it's like
1: an overhead scare almost. yeah
0: so um just for this one just because it's a sequel to one that i had seen previously and i kind of you know like the original quite a bit more um it's really hard for me to say that i love this house yep. um, but tomb of the ancients oh,
1: tomb of the ancients i had to watch the video run through of this one
0: because mm-hmm. it is a
1: year that i did miss
0: this one i believe I, it was on my unmasking tour as well Um, I have pictures outside of the house, but I don't have any inside the house. So I don't remember if this was one that they just said, "Okay, you can take a picture of the Mm -hmm. facade and we're going to keep going. Mm -hmm. Or if I actually got to go through it. But what I do remember about this house is the sound and the lighting in this house was just really good. And um, it kind of gives like, I mean, I know we all saw Legends Collide last year, but a lot of the mummies stuff oh, yeah. it was very similar yeah. in tomb of the ancients and i think a lot of us really enjoyed tomb of the ancients i loved the colors and the lighting they used with the hieroglyphics it, yes when they lit up i love that it would it, in the rooms it was like dark mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it would almost like it looked like lightning but it obviously wasn't because right. we're in a tomb and it would be like purple orange lights and it mm-hmm. would light up the hieroglyphics or symbols on the wall or yeah. a scare
1: actor coming out of a boohole hole i also really loved the um the sacrifice scene, I wish we got that in Spirits of the Coven. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we would have seen something like that. Mm-hmm. But that sacrifice scene was also pretty well done. And the man on the stilts that oh, came running yeah. towards you. He,
0: listen, in any house, um, stilt walkers will get me. If they're mm-hmm. if you're coming at me and it's dark and I and I yeah. can only see you for a split second, yeah. uh, that's going to get me. Listen,
1: I'm pretty short of a person. So <laughs> anything taller than me or bigger than me is going to get me.
0: Mm-hmm. And Tomb of the Ancients... Um, something that I do remember specifically about this house was just the level of detail in all of the rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, it really felt like you were in this like ancient tomb temple. I mean, even on the outside, the facade. Oh, the facade is amazing. It was like yeah. they had all of this vegetation right. that made you feel like you were the going into a Jeep jungle, or the truck,
1: whatever that was outside. Right,
0: and then, but you know, like with puppet or sorry, nightingales, it was like. We just had like the gladiator stuff. You had like so. a small
1: little scene that kind of sets up mm-hmm. what you're about to see. But yeah, I think Tomb of the Ancients And Tomb of
0: the Ancients too does kind of feed into that um like mummy horror yes. genre yes. that it's like cursed and you know, they're yeah. excavating something. Yeah. And it's so I think a lot of people did like this house. So for the me, I think Tomb of the Ancients beats oh, yeah. Night and blood
1: pit. Tomb of the Ancients, sorry. Not into the bird poopy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. And then this one I think is going to be really Oof. tough. We saved the toughest one for, la- well, for now, for last. Do <laughs> um, you want to show this one? We
1: have Dead Exposure Patient Zero from 28 and then Scarecrow the Reaping from 27. Okay.
0: So disclaimer, both of these houses are in like my top five favorite ever houses. So to have them go against each other is really tough because I love them both so much mm-hmm. for totally different reasons. Yep. So to put them against each other is like, oh, they're just so different. They are. They they're are really they're different. entirely different. And again, it's really crazy how they can do so many different things in a tent.
1: Yeah. and get different storylines and different sets mm-hmm. and different. Yeah. I mean, again, I had to watch the video walkthrough of Scarecrow the Reaping because that's again a year I missed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, that's a sad one to miss. I know it hurts. <laughs> it really does hurt. Uh, see, if we if
0: we would have went to Hollywood last year, you could have at least seen a little bit. I know, but I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, the original is is yes. hard hard to beat. But um, did you see Patient Zero? I did exposure? see Patient
1: Zero, and I did. Um, I remember it like vividly that's how good of a house it was to me well
0: that's that's same for me as well as looking back at dead exposure it's like you know i remember the first thing that comes to my mind with dead exposure is sensory overload Mm -hmm. but in the best way oh the
1: best possible way like
0: for me the houses that scare me the most are the ones that are dark and loud and you know even the cold ones like the ones that are winter themed oh yeah like the ones that really make me feel vulnerable and dead exposure did just that. Right. I mean, you know, we but had Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say just from the video, you can I feel like scarecrow the reaping also kind of sets up the where you're supposed to be, which is a little country farm.
0: Right. No, they both do a really good, um, a really good job of at least with the facade setting up where where you are, mm-hmm. um, dead exposure. They have that um, it's like a medical tent out front. Yes, um, I did like the facade on Scarecrow a bit better because we had all the corn and you were like entering the barn house
1: which was really cool well it was like the barn love the facade but do not bring corn Mm -hmm. again to hhn thank you (laughs) Uh, yeah no No more hurricanes please no more cursed corn uh at least the corn
0: last year was fake i think but we still got we still got the
1: hurricane just no more corn
0: (laughs) So, but like, if you think about dead exposure, I mean, I can sit here and, and tell you specifically remo- rooms that I remember oh, yeah. from this house.
1: Just the first one with the monkeys, the, the monkeys m- in well, their cages. The room that
0: was loud. I remember, and I don't know if they actually ended up changing it, but when I went through that on opening night, like you could not see. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't even know where to go. I, I remember being and there. And there was people in front of me and I still didn't know which oh, yeah. way to go. And I don't know, if you're gonna get me feeling like that at the beginning of the house, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be scared the whole way through. Oh, yeah. And then after that, you go into the subway car scene. Yep. And it looks like the subway is going fast, yep. like racing. And that is a little bit like the one in Descendants, but in dead exposure it's like black light strobe. Yeah. So you can't see and, and you can't tell what's and they had all those mannequins. After, yeah. Right. And that was like, oh, that really got me. I mean, at least in Descendants I, you could see. There was a lot more in, oh, yeah. in the subway that you yeah. could see, but in dead exposure it was like
1: I just it just was a lot of lighting and special effects of the this house. It was just mm-hmm. I think. Fantastic. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And then um, you know, this this strobe black light that you see all throughout the house, no matter how many times I did this house, I could never see the next character coming because it's dark. And then yep. all of a sudden it's light and they're in your face and then it's dark. And then all of a sudden they're back again. And it's like you never knew it was coming. Yeah. Now, but with Scarecrow. <laughs> Scarecrow, I can't quite say I knew it was coming either because they blended so well. Mm-hmm. The costumes blended so well with the scenery. It was so hard to see them coming.
1: I love the character design in this house.
0: Yeah, Watch I this. do. And there was a lot of um in this one you had a lot of sif.
1: Yes. So much Stuff sif. Stuff
0: and face, yes. shit and face, whatever you want, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Sif. I love sif. Um, you know, a little bit after COVID, I don't know how much SIF will continue it was to little, see. It was a little scary after COVID with the SIF. But yeah, especially yes. like if it's raining and everybody is getting it wet. I don't and... really
1: particularly like the body part SIF. Like, I don't want to have to be pushing mm-hmm. a
0: limb but in me? in scarecrow we had all these vines of sift that mm-hmm. were like almost like a cornfield right and i remember trying to get out of that house like i just wanted to get out because i was so scared and i felt like i was pushing through a cornfield mm-hmm. and like i grew up in up north pennsylvania and we have cornfields and as a kid we used to play in them and it's, you don't really realize how scary it is to be running through a cornfield until you're doing it and in this house you hear all this like all the scarecrows had this like growling yes. like you just heard it everywhere and you didn't know where they were coming from mm-hmm. so I don't know scarecrow the reaping for me is insanely hard to beat I mean even that that one room you're in in the farmhouse and the floor is like collapsed yep. through and the furniture's over hanging over and you're walking under the floorboards amazing like I said, another one in a 10 house. house yep it's, it's just you know. I do
1: want to say that a few of the scarecrow designs did kind of remind me of the wicked growth were those also scarecrows yeah. i just, well just like the vibe yeah, i guess the vibe was very very similar mm-hmm. still um, enjoyable Both. well yeah. i do know
0: like a lot of people that do hold scarecrow the reaping like that's oh, this like is very of near and dear to their heart that, yeah. also love wicked growth for the right. very same reasons it's just the halloween kind of feel but scarecrow mm. is just i don't know it's just different and that house like i said no matter how many times i went through it i was always scared and that's that's hard to scare me because like i said i've been doing this for 10 11 years and i've done multiple house runs like completely by myself yeah but scarecrow i
1: would not ever do by myself this is definitely a house if i had a time machine one of the first things i would do is go (laughs) back in time be able to experience this house because i it is sad i missed it and hearing everyone talk about it all the time and seeing the video walkthroughs which the video walkthroughs don't do it justice i'm sure but just from the videos it just it looks amazing and the set design the you need a bill and
0: ted phone booth time machine to go back and do it you know we never know we might get a sequel okay so the two uh dead exposure and scarecrow the reaping i I don't know I have to say Scarecrow the Reaping because Dead Exposure even though it was fantastic and like I said it's one of my top five favorites Mm -hmm. the Scarecrow the Reaping the detail was just very different yep the a lot of the things I liked in Dead Exposure was due to the lighting and the black light whereas Scarecrow is like they really I feel like put their heart and soul into this house like Uh, a lot of the houses but this one
1: really is I have to agree the fact that I'm able to see a lot of those details from the video walkthroughs I saw and it stuck out so much To me, Mm -hmm. that's how you know, like the the details themselves are great. Dead exposure again, great house. The effects used, the perspectives that it made us see, it was amazing. But I have to get those exactly.
0: All right, Scarecrow is the winner of that round. So now we're down to our second round, which will put us into finals. So right now we have it looks like 31 versus 30, and that's Descendants of Destruction versus Puppet Theater. So now. I don't know. To me, I got a puppet theater. I to have me. To say puppet theater. Okay. It's, it's, I thought we were going to disagree. <laughs> I thought so too. I know. I kind of looked at you like, um, but I mean, like I said, we talked about puppet theater. There is not a single room in that house that I would change. Oh, not at all. It's nothing I would change.
1: Descendants, there's a few that could have been tweaked a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like, kind of not so much of the, um, Part one and two looking too similar, yeah, you know. Yeah, but puppet right. Just
0: puppet theater was just masterpiece. A, 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 it was a perfect storyline, start to finish. Yeah. You knew exactly where you were. You knew exactly what was going on. Um, the scares were in very unique places. That's something else I don't know if I talked about. Um, in puppet theater, there was towards the middle of the house they had that dressing room. Oh, or not I not the, They had the clothes hanging. Right, I it love almost, that part. Yep. Yeah, and in there. Um, guy someone jumps out at you from out of the clothes. Yes, yes. And every time I walk by clothes in an HHN house, the first thing I do is look for feet. And I didn't see feet. I didn't see them. Nope. And I was like, oh I'm safe. (laughs) Nope. Guess again. I was not safe. Guess again. And then um towards the end they also had it was like the very, very last room of the house. Um, They had all the marionettes and it was like little puppet shows going on. And you had a big red curtain on your right. Mm -hmm. Now, I knew I knew there was a scare actor in there and I knew it every time I went through there. But I forgot you can never tell exactly where he's going to jump out because it's a big curtain. You Mm -hmm. can't tell where it splits. So they did a really good job of putting the scare actors in. Almost like hidden positions in this house, but oh, yeah. it was just so beautifully put together. So well done. That's just like a no-brainer to me. So
1: our next two we have going against each other are Tomb of the Ancients from 26 and Scarecrow the Reaping from 27. Well, I think I think we. That's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, to us.
0: Well, I don't want to, you know. Like I said, Tomb of the Ancients, I really did love, but you can't beat Scarecrow. You can't. At least. Well, at least Tomb of the Ancients. Won't. Yeah.
1: Again, great house. Love the effects. Love the hieroglyphics. Love the colors. Again, I wish that sacrifice scene was something we could have seen somewhere in Spirits of the mm-hmm. Coven. Um,
0: yeah. Well, it's just, you know, like I said, with Tomb of the Ancients and even with *Dollhouse House of the Damned, you know... These are houses that I loved, but now that I've seen houses that are kind of similar, like Legends Collide or Puppet Theater, but just done so well, um, you know, it's hard to keep up with some of the the newer ones that are just kind of expanded on much more. As the event
1: advances and more special effects Mm -hmm. are learned and made, it just... I feel like it's gonna be hard for the older ones the oldie and goodies to keep up but
0: well you know see we say that now but looking at some of our other house locations like the lineups that we have for future episodes there's some old ones oh, that i think are I, I think below. are gonna i think are gonna pull through as some winners <laughs> to be honest so you know you never know and like I said you know we'll we'll see what happens
1: but we're down to our final two all right we have
0: (laughs) to be honest I this is not an easy off the bat decision for me I don't know see because I love puppet theater so much but I have never been more scared in a house than I have been in Scarecrow the Reaping so if you want to talk about which one is more scary Uh I think it's Scarecrow the Reaping oh yeah but when it comes to, like, sets, costuming. But see, yeah. I don't know, because I think Scarecrow has that, too.
1: But see, then Puppet Theater is, like, ugh. I, just for me, personally, I think I have to give it to Puppet Theater just for sets, costuming, storyline. Uh-huh. I have to go Puppet Theater. Well,
0: see, this is a good thing. We might have to go to Twitter on this one, oh. because I honestly, I think Scarecrow, I love Puppet Theater start to finish, but when I think of Halloween Horror Nights and a, a scary you know a halloween event i think puppet theater is scary and like i said they did scare me many times but i felt myself smiling in that house and i was enjoying it and i just love to take it all in and scarecrow i remember i was pushing like every time i did it because i like to get scared i'm pushing my way to get out of each room as fast as i can and that's how you can tell i'm scared when i'm rushing to the next room because i'm like
1: okay let's go let's go So if you guys think, you know, an obvious winner here, make sure you're following our Twitter at Honk Girls Pod and see when we post Yeah, we'll
0: post a poll. Um, We'll probably give it about a week or so um, until we post our next episode, see who the actual winner is. Um, If you guys listen in, we might give it a little bit more time, um, maybe two weeks. We'll see. Um, And then what we're going to do is once we decide on a clear winner, then we are going to make like a a map Mm -hmm. of the ultimate houses. And then, like I said, we'll do this again. Um, I think our next series we're going to do next episode in this series, we'll probably do Sprung 10 too, Um, which just to give you a a little sneak peek at that, we have Bugs Eaten Alive from 31, Wicked Growth, (laughs) from 30 um depths of fear from 29 <laughs> slaughter cinema from 28 oh, hive. hive from 27 um texas the texas chainsaw massacre. massacre that was the one that the sprung tent to right. one not the one we just saw um 25 was insidious and then 24 was halloween Do-do. <laughs> and it's like you know like i we've we've seen halloween quite a bit but that yeah. halloween house i mean i don't want to get too much into it but that so. one is one of my favorites as well so i'm really excited to talk That's about that something
1: fun to look forward to not mm-hmm. to mention what we're getting ready for it to go to right now
0: yes yeah, so tonight we are actually heading over to sir henry's loves, loves revenge, revenge the valentine's time a uh, trail time trail <laughs> <laughs> valentine's time and it's like you know uh, this is my first time actually at sir henry's and nikki you've been there before, i right? went
1: to their christmas trail back in 2022 so it's been a, a while for me too but we'll talk about more of that in our next episode yeah so recap.
0: right our next episode we're gonna do a recap of the event we're gonna talk about the two houses or the trails i guess mm-hmm. the trails that they have there some other things the event has to offer and um just our overall first opinion of the event um i'm really excited to go i've heard a lot of great things about sir henry's uh we bought our tickets so far um very mm-hmm. very affordable event it's not very far mm-hmm. we live in tampa so it's about an hour drive halfway like halfway to orlando almost it's our little galentine's
1: um yeah so we're date. doing a, a <laughs> galentine's
0: you know just to go through see how we like it mm-hmm. and then um of course you know Check out our on our Instagram at Haunt Girls Podcast, Podcast. Yep. and um, we'll be posting our tour lineup. We call it our tour. It's like our haunt tour of the year. Um, we will be making our way back to Sir Henry's this year for the Halloween event and for the Christmas event as well. Right, um, but we're excited. This is our first haunt event of twenty glad we're finally doing this. Yep. So we'll be sure to take lots of pictures. Um, document everything we do and
1: uh, we'll talk about it next week make sure you're following our socials again instagram hot girls podcast and twitter hot girls pod to keep up with all our fun stuff thanks for listening i'm Allie, and i'm nikki